All the major news stories made simple and easy for your listening pleasure. We'll break it down for you in keywords. For the segment, we're joined by Adam in the studio. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Lena. Can you imagine a day where AI does our job significantly better with a pristine accuracy and, again, fraction of the price where those who are hiring? Don't get me started, Lena. <laughs> Don't get me started with the AI taking over the world. It's, <laughs> it's, it's ingrained with this fear, isn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, the job market, it doesn't help, right? I mean, yeah. we're already being outrun by these machines. I know, but I do still believe that uh, there are certain jobs where robots and AI can't take over or mm-hmm. can't do as well as humans. Mm-hmm. The arts, for example. Mm. Yeah, singers and actors. And, you think uh, so, right? I agree. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> You're banking on it anyway. Our jobs as well. <laughs> There's been talk about these AI anchors, anchors. and announcers. I don't, it's I not mean, the same. They've, they've had several in trial runs, but mm. so far the consensus is it's a little bit too robotic and yeah. it doesn't have that human touch. We actually like, I don't know, people stuttering through sentences. Actually, there yeah. are great leaders across the world where yeah. their speech is not perfect but there is an air of authenticity when people stumble through their sentences can you imagine ai doing that perfect imperfections i like to call Ah. them and now we're just defending our case (laughs) to quote john lynn (laughs) legend (laughs) nicely done give us your two cents on the topic we'll talk a little bit more on culture seekers as hunter joining us in the latter half of the show let's turn to keyword news this morning to highlight some of these major headlines for you adjusting a tone a little bit to take a look at the crisis in Ukraine. This is our first keyword of the day. Russia invasion. So let's get the latest on the Russian invasion in Ukraine. The assault is strong international backlash and putting Russia's tensions with the U.S. at an all-time high. Mm. So let's get the latest. Yeah, so Russian forces, they moved quickly across Ukrainian territory on several different fronts with gunfire explosions and aerial combat also reported across the country as well. Now, this is uh, just breaking, but Ukraine's president says that the death toll now stands at at least 137 of Ukrainian citizens. That includes both soldiers and civilians who have died on the first day of uh, the assault. And scores more people are also said to have been wounded as well. Um, fighting broke out at key locations, including at an airfield near the capital, Kiev, that was seized by Russian troops and which Ukrainian forces claim to have retaken as well. Uh, Russian forces, however, took control of Chernobyl, site of the uh, nuclear disaster back in 1986. Uh, and it's a place that actually remains radioactive to this day right. and for further years to come as well. Um, This is prompting significant concern from international nuclear watchdogs, so it's not just a diplomatic issue as Mm -hmm, well. mm -hmm. Now, hours after the invasion, Russian President Vladimir Putin said Moscow had no other choice but to invade Ukraine to ensure Russia's security. And Putin also said his country wanted to remain part of the world economy and had no plans to harm it. Um, But of course, that wasn't very welcome in the Western world. U.S. President Joe Biden says Putin's aggression will cost Russia dearly. Mm. Western nations like the U.S. and the EU have stepped up financial sanctions on Russia's banks and high-ranking officials as well. Mm. Um, The U.S. has also cut off high-tech exports to Russia. Um, NATO nations, though, while condemning the invasion, will not be sending troops to Ukraine, probably in a move to uh, not escalate the situation even further, because there have been word that this could be 
um, a start of a World War Three if it did go to that kind of level. Right. Meanwhile, in Russia, it seems that there are protests unfolding as we speak. Yeah, that's right. So anti-war protests, demonstrations in support of Ukraine, they're being held across cities across Europe, and as you said, also happening in Russia as well. Right. That's despite a crackdown that has resulted in more than 700 arrests. Uh, people in Kyiv and elsewhere are trying to flee. Uh, some 100,000 have left so far, according to the UN. Uh, border guards at neighboring countries, such mm. as Poland, Hungary and Moldova, have mm. seen migrant families arrive. Mm. Uh, and also breaking is that you, uh, the Ukrainian president has also uh, enacted a general mobilization, which means that basically calling conscription on all able-bodied men to defend uh, Ukraine mm. if if it needs to go to that level. If it escalates even yeah. further, that so, is it yeah. seems. So men aren't allowed to leave the country, basically. All right. Yeah. Um, as um, Adama has already highlighted, the US, Britain and NATO allies are further planning to impose sanctions on Russian banks, mm-hmm. leaders, tech exports, as you yeah. say, today most few. But that's not uh, the only place where economic impact could be felt. It's also worldwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, global stock indexes fell, oil prices rise. Mm-hmm. So let's take a look at that impact in our second keyword of the day. Stocks shaken. So the invasion has also rattled stock markets as expected around the world and in Korea. How did they fare? Yeah, they were very volatile uh, uh, on Thursday. Markets uh, shuddered and then they swung wildly after the invasion. Now, Wall Street initially tumbled as prices surged for oil, wheat and other commodities on worries that the conflict would disrupt global supplies. But the moves moderated as the day progressed, particularly after President Joe Biden said he wanted to limit the economic pain for Americans and announced new sanctions as well. Mm. Now, the movements were sharper in Europe, of course, than in the US because its economy is more closely tied to Russia and Ukraine. Most of the markets in Europe were down about 4% each uh, in, in the major markets, including in the UK, Germany and France. Um, Oil prices have risen to the highest level since 2014 due to concerns the Ukraine crisis could disrupt Russian supplies Mm. of crude. Now, Russia accounts for about 12% of the world's oil supply, so quite a bit. And it also provides about 40% of gas to the EU as well. So, Mm. of course, that is certainly a factor to consider. And natural gas prices actually skyrocketed just after a notice of the invasion, right? Right. All right. Moving on to our COVID-19 coverage of the day. This is our third keyword of the day pandemic. Uh, Turning to the pandemic now, cases have dropped a bit, but Mm. this could be apparently Mm. only temporary. What's the latest? Yeah, it's not very good to gauge how the trend is going just on two days Mm. uh, of uh, trends, but uh, there were more than 143,000 new infections as of 9pm yesterday. It is slightly down from the same time the previous day, but we should note it's still a significant rise compared to a week ago, and it's also nearly triple that of two weeks prior as well. Now, with cases counted till midnight, today's tally could reach over 170,000 again. Uh, The number of critically ill patients, which is concerning, is also rising. Uh, It came to 581 yesterday, which was up sharply from the previous day's 512. Mm. And the figure rose nearly threefold in a space of a week. Now, intensive care beds uh, set aside for these critically ill patients were 39% occupied nationwide, compared with around 10% earlier this month. So it is starting to creep up. 
this is causing the number of uh, COVID-related deaths as well to increase mm. uh, with the daily death toll nearing um, 100. So mm. those are the numbers that the health authorities are concerned about and they are starting to slowly pick up, of course, naturally with the increase in daily infections. All right, so take notice of that. On to our fourth keyword of the day. Household income growth. Turning to some economic news at home, household income was said to have grown largely in the fourth quarter of mm-hmm. last year. Run us through the numbers. Yeah, so Statistics Korea says the average household earned over 4.6 million won a month during the fourth quarter. That's up uh, nearly 6.5% on year. It marks the largest increase in 10 years, actually, for any fourth quarter since 2011. It was also the second straight quarter to post household income growth. A couple of major factors were the easing of Korea's social distancing rules in the fourth quarter, mm. as well as the government's distribution of relief funds to small businesses, more of which have come out this week as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Um, household spending also increased on high inflation, with average household expenditure topping uh, nearly 3.5 million won a month, which mm. is up 5.5% uh, on year with these people, you know, the so-called revenge spending that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that a particular department store really close to our broadcasting station is the most, yeah. it, had, it reported the highest sales last year in the world as far as all department stores are concerned. The one by the bus terminal? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's no secret at this point. It was yeah. a major headline and I'm just trying to wrap my head around that fact. Well, yeah, wow. There is a lot of uh, human traffic there as well with, yeah. the t- with the terminal and a lot of people going in and out. And uh, yeah, I, I shop there occasionally as well. It's apparently good for the local economy. Yeah. And on to our fifth keyword of the day. Job growth slows. I mean, you put that side by side, it makes no yeah. sense, does it? <laughs> but it's absolutely not good news in the job market. Uh, wage workers increase, but the rate of growth is quite low. Yeah, so this is a trend that we've been seeing recently, unfortunately, and it's happening again. Uh, Statistics Korea data shows the number of paid employees, uh, employee jobs came to 19.6 million as of end September. That's up 2.6% or uh, 491,000 more from a year earlier. Uh, the tally was much lower than an on-year increase of 681,000 in the second quarter of last year. Now, in the wake of the pandemic, the accommodations and food service industries shared nearly 30,000 jobs in Q3. Uh, Jobs in the public administration sector also fell by about 30,000. Yet the manufacturing sector added 53,000 wage workers, while the health and social welfare segment, of course, because of the pandemic, added a whopping 137,000. Uh, by age, the number of jobs for those in their 60s or older jumped by 243,000. That's the highest increase among all the age groups. 63,000 were those in their 20s and younger. Uh, But of course, again, jobs for salaried workers in their 30s, the most active economically, fell by 12,000, again pointing to the lack of quality job additions. These wage workers aren't really a good gauge of how the job market is doing Mm. because most of them are temporary. Mm. And it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, not really... Um, quality jobs mm. uh, as uh, they're being defined. We're talking about those full-time jobs, which is the ones yeah. that these young 30-year-olds might be wanting to look out for exactly, to yeah. take their careers to the mm-hmm. next level, if you will. Yeah. All right, on to our last keyword of the day. 
K-pop revenue. Uh, we spoke about how BTS's agency Hive became the first K-pop label to top the one trillion in sales despite the pandemic. Mm. But apparently, it's not just Hive that did well in the K-pop sector. In yeah. fact, YG is mm. making a comeback. That's right. Because uh, Big Bang and Blackpink are making comebacks. That's right, and uh, certainly do, uh, K-pop across the board is doing quite <laughs> well despite the pandemic. Yeah. And uh, major agencies and management firms uh, are posting uh, record revenues. Mm. Uh, SM, for example. Managed to rake in 700 billion won in revenue last year. It's not quite the one trillion as high, but still a large number nonetheless. <laughs> uh, these numbers are according to the Financial Services mm. Commission. It's a 21% increase on year. Operating profit for SM came to 68.5 billion won. That's a whopping 954% <laughs> jump on year. That's mostly because it managed to recover more than 80 billion won in losses the year before. I was going Certainly. to say, because two years ago we're talking about maybe yeah. the pandemic uprooting a lot of these planned yeah. events um, right. concerts album sales if you will but that's yeah. that's still a really significant job isn't it it is it is certainly and it uh, has recovered uh, mm. to uh, a big extent uh, YG Entertainment uh, posted more than 355 billion won in revenue mm. over the same period operating profit came at just over 50 billion won those are increases of 39% and 370% respectively. Uh, that is actually YG's best performance to date. Mm. Now, this all was mostly due to increased activity of its artists, such as solo releases from Blackpink's Rosé and Lisa. Mm. Uh, it appears K-pop fans are staying loyal to their artists, favourite artists, despite the <laughs> pandemic. They're buying albums left and right and centre. Uh, and they're also <laughs> buying concert tickets, whether they'll be virtual or live. It's funny, because ideally I would want those centre tickets for those concerts. <laughs> yeah, front row. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It seems that there are big events uh, scheduled for K-pop artists all throughout the year. So yeah. it seems that they'll fare quite well, even even their stocks, right? It right. seems that's the forecast for 2022. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much, Ayan, for today's coverage. You're very welcome. Have a safe weekend. You too. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.